Podcast. Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Ryan. And welcome back to Time Out of Mind, a Steely Dan intimate recording adventure. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, bring your white Stetson hat because we have got a soft jazz samba number for you. Yes, I'm happy to report, folks, that we are recording this episode in a world of salads and suns today. We are eating lunch outside while recording this episode because today we are talking all about only a fool would say that. Only a fool would say that from 1972. From the debut album of our lords and saviors, Steely Dan themselves, <laughs> we are discussing the fifth track that anyone would have ever heard by Steely Dan. Only a fool would say that. And let me tell you, please, I this song makes me want to take a Polaroid camera and smash it into little t- tiny bits. It makes me want to go to my local craft beer uh, establishment and punch a hipster in the face because it isn't. It's a brilliant uh, realist rejection to the naive idealism uh, of some of the political movements of uh, the late 60s and early 70s. Yeah, and it's also about a certain natural man that we're going to discuss possibly in detail during the next, the next 28 minutes or so of your lives. So get ready, folks. Buckle in because we got a wild one today. We are talking all about this song, but we are going to start because it is the first song that we are covering off of Camp by a Thrill. It is just the shortest song off of Camp by a Thrill. So we're going to quickly discuss the album Camp by a Thrill. So Camp by a Thrill, as mentioned, was released in 1972 and produced, uh, written by uh, our pals, Walter and Don. And it was produced by Gary Katz, as were all of their albums so far. And I think all of their albums forever, at least in the first run of the band. Uh, features a very weird album cover that we'll discuss in a little bit. If you haven't seen it, you must have, but it is very ugly. Uh, it includes an image of a line of prostitutes standing in a red light area from ruined France waiting for clients. There are some lips. There's banana. There's naked people. There are squiggly lines. There's coffee stains. I mean, fire. it's all there's of our favorite things. Hole. Just There is fire in the hole. Uh, there's a lot going on, but it, none of it looks very good, but it sounds great. This album also is one of the, I believe, the only album to feature somebody not named Fagan or Becker as lead vocals on tracks. Um, don't fact check me on that. I didn't look any details into that, but this one features <laughs> at least um, four different lead vocalists or people credited as lead vocals because we have Fagan. We have Becker credited on vocals on one song. <laughs> That's about all he ever deserves. Uh, Jim and then we have, we have Jim Hodder on Midnight Cruiser, Thelonious and his old friends. <laughs> Those were words I just said, I promise. And then, of course, the president, David Palmer. Uh, he would later go on to be the president and be friends with Jack Bauer. We'll talk about him, though, in about <laughs> four weeks. Um, but this album was wildly successful, especially as a debut album, receiving an A from Chris Gow's record guide. That in my eyes is the pinnacle. Holy shit! Did you say an A? Yeah, and perhaps more impressively, perhaps more impressively, an eight point six out of ten from Pitchfork. Now we haven't talked about the infamous Pitchfork review yet because we haven't talked about Two Against Nature yet. Are you familiar with the infamous Pitchfork review? Uh, no, not really. In 
whatever year, 2000 or so, I believe, uh, when <laughs> Two Against Nature inexplicably won the Grammy for Album of the Year. <clears throat> um, and they beat up Radiohead and Eminem. Yeah, and Eminem is still mad about it to this day. Um, they received from Pitchfork famously a 1.4. On that wow. album, did they rescind? I know they're spying. Yeah, they, they, I believe they, they have the since time. come up on it, but not a lot. They did give Gaucho a 10, though. Um, so maybe they're oh. okay. Maybe those guys are right. This album peaked at number 17 on the Billboard chart, eventually certified in platinum. Uh, positive reviews later appealed on, appeared on many professional listings of the greatest albums of all time, including three separate appearances on Rolling Stones, uh, top 500 albums of all time, coming in at 238th. On their top 500 albums in 2003. Then down a couple of spots to 240 in 2012. But clearly there were negative albums released over the next eight years. Because Steely Dan jumped up 80, uh, 70 spots to 168th in 2020. Um, Camp I a Thrill is considered the 557th most acclaimed album in history from acclaimed music. That, that seems like a valid source when it comes to acclaiming music. Um, so, uh, Ryan, what are your thoughts on this album? Very briefly. It is, uh, it's a diverse ensemble of different styles. Um, and it covers a lot of ground. They definitely did not want to box themselves in with one type of sound. It is an awesome album. Of the what, 10 or 11 songs, I love almost all of them. So this is definitely one of my favorite on the album that I love very much. So I'm looking forward to uh, so, taking a deeper inspection. Because I am a contrarian, I can never agree with anything. I think this album is good. I think, though, this album is not a good Steely Dan album. And there's a difference there. I think this is a good album by other bands and by Steely Dan. It doesn't sound like Steely Dan to me. We'll get into that. There's obvious points where it does sound like Steely Dan today being one of them. Only a fool would say that definitely does. But I think a lot of the other tunes don't sound like Steely Dan. And that's okay. Not everything's going to sound like them in the beginning, especially. So let's, <clears throat> let's move on here to the song itself. that's my first words about every song we've done so far how different it is from uh, everything else these are the words that came to a website that i found to describe the song breakup melodic male vocals sarcastic melancholic summer bittersweet sentimental lonely soft introspective rhythmic 
mellow, soft jazz samba. I can't agree with all of them, but I agree to with me, some of those. And what I can tell you is, all the, of those are words. Yes, all those words you just said are words. <laughs> they are all descriptors. It is drenched in sunshine. I just feel like it's a summer day. That that samba, the beautiful guitar, the great upbeat percussion. It's smooth. Yeah, it's smooth and it's sweet. Yeah. Uh, oh, also, man. shout out, shout out Donald Fagan vocals. He has he demonstrates some nice range on that. Yeah, him he doesn't always. We don't always get that out of him. Him and uh, Hotter in the background there a little bit. Is it Hotter or Palmer on this one? This is Palmer on the background. I'm an idiot. I'm only a fool would have said this. Fuck you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, fuck you. But yeah, I think. <laughs> But yeah, mocking lyrics, a fondness for Caribbean styles, and of course, jazzy overtones. That sounds like Steely Dan to me. Yeah, if there's uh, one thing but, I think of when I think yeah. of the Caribbean, it's a white, it's two white guys from middle New York. <laughs> yeah, Donald Fagan's skin complexion looks like he's never even heard of the sun. So, <laughs> well, maybe that's why he's um, dreaming of a world of salads and suns. He also doesn't look like he's eating many salads in his life <laughs> unless they're drenched in Diet Coke. So he, yeah, gas station, gas station diet complexion. So, but uh, heart of gold. Yeah, heart so of gold. We get we get our 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 buddy Jeff Baxter, uh, on the guitar on the on the guitar playing the guitar on the MTV on this one. Uh, <clears throat> folks by Fagan and Palmer. This is obviously not Palmer's big one. For those of you who want to hear Palmer's big one, you can cheat and go and listen to uh, Dirty Work ahead of time that was the big david palmer song um before 24 so yeah before he was elected president in uh roughly the year 2000 (laughs) uh he recorded (laughs) dirty work senator palmer leave us i'll be outside Close the door. So yeah, that was a that was a step for him. So, um, so anyway. yeah, I mean, in a broader overview of the song is as we mentioned earlier, it's a a cynical rejection to naive idealism. Urban smooth, salsa fusion. <sighs> so coming out of the '60s, free love. Um, the Woodstock movement. This song is just hating. It's shitting all over hipsters and hippies. And And I think it's shitting all over one specific hipster. The king of hippies, the king of hipsters. The man who in a famous picture did a silly walk and wore a white Stetson hat, John Lennon. This was the original diss track. (laughs) All right. Now, yeah, we know Steely Dan has a long career in rap music. Shout out Lord Tariq's, um, shout out Lord Tariq and the song that Steely Dan wrote for Lord Tariq. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll all rise for the national anthem of the world. It's Lord Tariq and Peter Gunn. Deja vu. But. This was the original diss track. I think this song is seeped with hatred about John Lennon. I mean, the, the lyric, I heard it was you talking about a world where all 
is free. It's a it seems like a imagine. direct dig at imagine. It's not a song. Real songs are about deals with the devil, far off lands, and where you'd find smoke in relation to water. Imagine all the steely dead. Do you remember when the celebrities during COVID put together this video montage of imagine, them all singing? Imagine. And then imagine if a bunch of like B-list celebrities came out and recorded only a fool would say that. Man, what a dream that would have been. Oh so God, that video is so infuriating. So I think I think there's an argument to be made here. No, would I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna use uh put on my Ben Shapiro voice here. Would you you agree that um, fool is a synonym for phony? (laughs) You would have to agree, yes. I can't do that any longer. It's going to piss me off too much. Um, So if you agree that fool is a synonym for phony, then (laughs) certainly you must agree that this song could have been called Only a Phony Would Say That. (laughs) It's curious you say that, Mike. By extension, are you aware of the (laughs) murder of one John Lennon? Did you know he was famously told. murdered in December of 1980 outside of the Dakota? <laughs> hey, I, was his killer no other than Mark David Chapman? Mark David Chapman himself. And would, would, now, if I were to tell you that Mark David Chapman killed him because he thought John Lennon was a phony and he was inspired by Holden Caulfield of Catcher in the Rye, would, would you not argue that it's perhaps that he was in fact inspired by only a fool would say that by steely dan and specifically the multiple references in this song to guns and murder uh unhand that gun be gone there's no one to fire upon if he's holding it high and he's telling a lie i heard it was you yeah and that's it and then later on in the song Anybody on the street has murder in his eyes. You feel no pain, and you're younger than you realize. I think we need to indict Donald Fagan uh, for the murder of John Lennon. Kill John Lennon! Kill John Lennon! Kill John Lennon! Kill John Lennon! Hey, Dad, where does John Lennon live? John Lennon's dad, Batters. Ah, dang it. I mean, I got to say, it was pretty clairvoyant. The, uh, some of the lyrics and being a direct dig at John Lennon, maybe he had it coming. But let's look at let's look at this Mark David Chapman guy on paper for a second. Okay? Nice guy. His motive, his motive for murdering John Lennon was two things. One, personal resentment against John Lennon. Yeah, not really. Okay. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't like John Lennon at all. Two, a desire to emulate Holden Caulfield of Catcher in the Rye. A little saucy. A little too saucy. And what's this? Three, Great book. A, des- a desire to emulate Donald Fagan of Steely Dan. Yes, obedience obedience to Master, master yeah. Donald. If only it was in Brooklyn. <laughs> Not Manhattan. So, Brooklyn. Yeah, so let's let's talk about the lyrics here. Um, but before that, we do have a we our our episode today is sponsored by none other than Stetson Hats. Uh, do you do you dream of a world becoming one of salads and sons? Are you a boy with a plan or a natural man? Well, let me tell you this: you're not a fool if you're wearing a Stetson hat. Stetson hats are the highest quality hats you ever find. 
Now, when you're going to buy your fucking $9,000 hat from Stetson, because that's about what they cost, be sure to mention Time Out of Mind to get $4 off your hat. Um, Stetson Cologne, Stetson fits. Comfortable and daring for the rugged soul. Masculine and sharing, confident and bold. Stetson Cologne, Stetson fits. There's a little bit of steps in, in every man. Um, four, $4 off of $9,000. It's only on the $9,000 models, folks. They would not let us do anything cheaper. Um, so you got, you're getting less than a percentage point off. But it's something. Every dollar counts. Uh, spend that $4 on something else. Go get yourself a triple Whopper maybe at Burger King. Or a salad. Yeah, or, or go buy the sun. But anyway, yeah. So Stetson Hats. Uh Use promo code time out of mind at the Stetson building. Um, <laughs> and uh, and you'll get four dollars off a nine thousand dollar so, 150 years of genuine American heritage. Stetson hats. hats hats. So anyway, I I I really like this song. Uh, I think the lyrics to it, I think it's almost I think of all the songs we've done so far. I think it is like the most sarcastic and it's the most Steely Dan lyrics that we've had so far with the exception of maybe you're going to hate this, but maybe with the exception of monkey in your soul, um, neither of us liked monkey in your soul, but I think part of it was that we didn't like the way he was singing it. We were cool with the lyrics. Um, but I Concur. think this is the most Steely Dan lyrics that we've had so far. Straight up making fun of somebody using word like big. No, he doesn't really use big words, but you know a lot of analogies and metaphor. Um, <clears throat> it is a sober. It's a sober approach to life. Yeah. In the face of ridiculous idealism, and I and, love that. He's just hating. He's hating, and I love that. Like we have said, or this album, it's hard to say whether or not it fits on the album because there's so many different sounds on the album that it's hard to say whether or not something fits. Everything fucking fits on this album. Um, yeah. Because there's nine, there's there's 10 different sounds on this album. So who cares? Uh, but um, I, I like it. I think it works super good on the album. Um, so Ryan, should we move on to a segment? You got anything else to say, I should say? Not many of the songs we've played up to this point have been covered by other artists. And oh, yes. There is a, there is a, there is a uh, cover by Ivy that came out in 2000 and no. it's this song with some uh, psychedelic uh, overtones uh, this and it was works. released we'll play it in the background but uh, we'll talk over it a little bit so this uh, was released as part of the soundtrack to um, the film uh, Me, Myself, and Irene, starring Jim Carrey, released in, I believe, 2000 as well. Uh, and that album had, I believe it's eight co- eight covers of Steely Dan songs on it, the soundtrack. As you can see, it works. So that the soundtrack to Me, Myself, and Irene featured a cover of Do It Again, a cover of Any Major Dude Will Tell You, Only a Fool Would Say That, Bodhisattva, Bad Sneakers, Reeling in the Years, 
Berrytown and Razor Boy. Razor Boy. Uh, one of these, and we'll cover it later when we get to it, is the worst song I have ever heard in my life. One of the eight covers. And I'll give you a hint, it's not. Only a Fool Would Say That by Ivy. That cover fucking slaps, and I love it. Very, very cool cover. Um, very yeah, really, really good. And right. just uh, before Please. we move to the segment, Please. the song is just... To, the, the guitar is so good. The drums are so good. I mean, Skunk nails it with the guitar. The vocals are great. The harmonies are fantastic. I love everything about it. All right, me too. I think it works really well. Uh, the guitar is super cool. It's a different sound for them, but it's a cool sound. And it's one I almost wish they had explored a little bit more than they did. Uh, they obviously went the jazz fusion route rather than the kind of, I don't even know what you'd call this, like soft marimba rock. Samba. samba yeah, samba is a good word for it. So, all right, Ryan, are you ready for how many times has Steely Dan played this live? Yes. All right. I sure am. So we, we're going to play it a little bit differently today, but I am going to give you <clears throat> one song that they have played more than it and one song that they have played the same number of times as it. Okay. All right. <laughs> just just to keep things a little bit different here because we haven't Okay, tried. can we get All right. right. So we're going to go today with... Oh, I got to pick, pick some good ones here. All right, let's go with What a Shame About Me. Do you know that one or no? <laughs> No, I don't even know that. Is that on What a Shame nature? About Me was on, uh, I think it's it has to Two Against Nature, but it might have been. Yeah, it's Two Against Nature. It's it's maybe the best song off of Two Against Nature. Maybe. Who's to say? Okay. We are later on. And My Boyfriend's Back, a cover. <laughs> my boyfriend's back and there's gonna be trouble. No way. So it's tied they with one of those and played less than the other one. I hope I would hey, listen. I hope my boyfriend's back and there's going to be trouble is played more times than this, but that would be my guess. So what's your guess? I'm sorry. That was confusing the way you boyfriend's said back tied. Okay. You are correct. They were both played two times or I'm sorry. One time. They were both played a total of one time live. And What a Shame About Me was played four times. <laughs> well, they how only, about that? They have only played what only a fool would say that one time at the University of Texas at Arlington in um, <clears throat> the University of Texas at Arlington in a four-song set list in 1972. It makes sense they played that song at a college because there's something very collegiate yeah. about it's very very sophomoric about the now, person the songs again. Do, do you want to hear the rest of the set list from that night? As I said, it's only four songs. Sure. They played Dallas, a song we're going to be covering, an unreleased track from the band, and a song we will be covering in eh, eight weeks or so. Okay. Um, they played only a fool would say that. They played Fire in the Hole. And they played Change of the Guard. This was, they did this about a month before the album came out. So neat. Sounds like a great show. Yeah, four tunes, very quick. Done. All you need. No encore, probably. <laughs> so that's fine. So that's fine. Back to class. 
So, all right, uh, moving on to our final segment of the evening. Hey, I'm sorry, of the day, night, evening, whatever you're listening to this morning, dawn, dusk, all the times. <laughs> all the time frames, except if you're listening to this at 4 a.m. If you're listening to this at 4 a.m. on the day it's released, you're a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, go to bed. Find a fucking life, moron. We're talking to you. And if you're listening to this while working out, I'm concerned for your physical you're, health. You're probably there's nothing not, motivating about You're this. probably not getting a very good workout listening to this, to be honest. <laughs> your heart rate is about six, maybe seven. You're, so, yeah. hi, Ryan. Clinging on to life. Hey 19, where we rank all the songs in the Steely Dan discography from one hay to 19 hays, in which one hay is El Toro Oro Tequila and 19 hays would be the Cuervo Gold. Or uh, Guadalajara to the fine Colombian. So Ryan, on a scale of one to 19 hays, how many saw or how many hays are you giving? Only a fool would say that. 16 Hayes. Whoa! Yeah. 16 Hayes. Hey, 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 what? Oh my god, it sounds like the Eurythmics. Sweet Dreams? The same band. I'm going to play you a different song by them. Just so we can hear this, and maybe I'm crazy. Uh, I just figured this out. Oh my god. Maybe it's not. <laughs> maybe I'm insane. <laughs> I think this sounds like it. <laughs> It sounds like the Ivy cover, maybe. Yeah, okay. The world becomes one. Anyway, that's uh, only, or that's I Saved the World Today by the Eurythmics. Tell me that I'm song, insane, it's fine. That song has like some Portis head. It, uh, it doesn't listen, sound anything only like a, Only a fool would say that. Yeah, you're right. It's okay. It sounds like something. It's been driving me nuts for the last fucking half hour now. Um, so anyway, you're giving it 16 Hayes. I am going to give this 15, I think. 15 Hayes. My That's good. Strength one. That's and, a lot of Hayes. That's the most Hayes we've ever seen. And yeah, this is our by, both of our highest ranked songs by far, by three to six Hayes, depending on who we're talking about. And Ryan, our last game for the night, before we let the people go and do whatever they're doing, go back to sleep, you listening to this at 4 a.m., um, or get off the elliptical and go find some heroin, <laughs> you at the gym. <laughs> Um, calm yourself down a little bit, buddy. Ryan, you got to guess the ranking on this song. So out of a possible 84 oh. songs that were ranked by the users of the Steely Dan subreddit in 2020, where do you think the users ranked Only a Fool Would Say That by Steely Dan? Out of a possible 84. 30. 30. 30. That's a good guess. It was 33. 30. 33rd. It is. It was 33. That's a good guess. Wow. That was a good guess. Good yeah. ass guess. That was a very good guess. So thirty three. Yep, uh, it's a great song. Yes, it is. Very good. Song, what's crazy? So. What's crazy? It's such a good. I like this song so much. There's thirty songs that are more liked than this one. Yeah. So and we don't get to any of them for a year. It's <laughs> <Just> crazy. <laughs> we have to work because... our way through so much bullshit before we get to any of them. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know why we did that to ourselves, but this hey, is the this is the here. worst way to categorize a band. <laughs> but the thing is, if we did it the other Especially way, and went longest to shortest, everyone would be sick of us in four weeks. <laughs> yeah, true. So true. anyway, guys, uh, we'll be back next week when we are covering the first song featuring the Mac. We're covering Rose Darling, my friend. My friend. My friend. I can't wait to take a shit all over Snake Mary next week. I hate her. So, folks, be sure you go and check out Rose Darling and my friend Rose Darling and Ryan's best friend, Snake Mary. And we'll be back next week to discuss it. But until then, just remember that the silver may turn to gold. And this has been... Podcast. That was good. And cut. That was a long. Yeah, that was good. It was good. It was half. Was an it hour. long? It was half an hour. What's wrong with us, man? Nothing. All right. All right.